0: Y'all horny for this one? Because I'm Brock hard. <laughs> Let's get ready for some Pokemon breeding. Welcome to Daycare Dittos.
1: I need you to know there's a section on my notes that just says penis metaphors. <laughs> so.
0: And I'm going to let you know that that section in my notes is spelled S-E-X-T-O-N uh, <laughs> because Brock has tons of sex. This is Brock's Pokemon. It's Onyx time.
2: It makes, you know what? Now that makes more sense that Onyx is Brock's Pokemon. It's definitely a large dong, hard dong.
3: He ends up, he gets yeah. it from his dad and he gives it to his brother. So maybe it's not. Is this, <laughs> it seems
0: like an STD riddle. <laughs> what do you get from your dad? <laughs> and give to your brother. Yeah. The Rock
1: Snake Pokemon.
0: <laughs> yeah, welcome
1: That's
3: to it. the Rock Snake Pokemon. Uh, number ninety-four Onyx. We're gonna tell you all about him. I hope, <laughs> and not penises.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, what let's see ball. where it goes. <laughs> if you if you
3: came here from penises uh, for penises, then you've come to the wrong podcast. Yeah. I one fun fact: the <laughs> Korean name is uh, Wrongstone.
0: So. Mm-hmm. You know, Longstone. (laughs) I mean, so here we are. It sounds like a Flintstones last name, like it would be one of his neighbors. Yeah. Brock Longstone. Well, that's definitely my Pokemon themed porn name now. (laughs) Like Um, a
3: penis, he's also 28 feet long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And 10 inches.
2: And um, also weighs 463 pounds.
0: Yeah. Very heavy boy. Yeah. And See, when he's like the tallest Pokemon. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I was actually kind of surprised by how big he is, because like t- 29 feet, that's like, that's three stories, you know, like, that's, it's huge.
2: Yeah, he's also the largest unevolved Pokemon.
3: He's, uh, so cool. he's the tallest, heaviest, and has the largest defense stat of all uh, unevolved Pokemon And that means Pokemon that can evolve, but don't uh, haven't evolved yet. Because if you're talking about Pokemon that don't evolve, then uh, we're in Shuckle territory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shuckle territory. And like out of the 150, I feel like Brock doesn't really get enough love because it's a first gym Pokemon. I'm well, sorry,
2: Brock or Onyx?
0: Onyx, sorry. <laughs> Both actually. Um, Brock, Brock doesn't get—I was going
2: to say he doesn't get enough love. Period, according to him. But
0: I've,
1: <laughs> I've always said, and I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but it would be really cool if he, that you could just go to any gym you wanted, and they would have Pokemon that were of the level of the next badge that you needed. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could go to Brock first, and he'd have like a Geodude Dude and Onyx, or you could go to him last, and he'd have like a full party or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that would be doable.
0: I mean, they've kind of did it in gold silver. Like you return to them and it's later and yeah. they have more Pokemon. And as other games progress, their their teams grow. So, I mean, now it's definitely doable. Game Freak, I know you're listening.
1: <laughs> Always. They, they need think... to know when to sue us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think they are um i i know that's why i love onyx is because he's like the first boss
1: kind of yeah yeah
3: brock Brock being the 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 first trainer and then that being his uh you know his ace so yeah bide of course being uh the way that you would uh try to get around getting damage because um then you just uh growl for two turns or tail whip for two turns
1: I have to say, for me, being a child who does not understand game mechanics at the time, <laughs> it was definitely very tense. Because I was like, I gotta kill him before he kills me. <laughs> and now I'm just like, alright, this is the turn I use items. Um, yeah.
0: I, even still, like, all I do, because I'm I'm a Charmander guy, so you're mm-hmm. fucked. Like, you can't yeah. just
3: well, that makes through. That's what makes it feel like, uh, man. Even still today, yet uh, if I choose Charmander and I get to uh, Pewter City, you know my heart races a little bit seeing that that Brock guy, and he's an imposing dude, and uh, you know he's a big, lovable oaf. But uh, he,
0: when you first meet him, he's a bit of a bully. So he's wearing a, a old navy tech vest, and he's doing the Wakanda forever
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. thing.
0: He's clutching his tech vest real hard to his chest. Yeah. And Onyx, like, stat-wise, if you're actually reading, is a fucking monster. Like, it's insane for what you're seeing and what you've seen in Pokemon. Like, I can't think of a Pokemon that is to the scale of Onyx that you will come across especially that early in the game. The only thing I can think of, no, I mean, you might see a Magikarp if you buy one, but that may even be too far ahead to evolve to a Gyarados. But, like, you're going from, like, you know, shrews and tiny field yeah. mice and shit the, and the, birds.
3: The big boss before you fe- uh, you face Onyx is the level nine Weedle at the end of the <laughs> um, Viridian Forest. Yeah, and that poisons that on all of your pokemon
2: right yeah i learned that the hard way my first uh or my playthrough um through leaf green because my first games were later so as you step the poison just gets worse and kills your pokemon i was like what the fuck is this shit (laughs) i'm kind of glad they got rid of that
3: yeah it's so much better now um i think they did that to prevent scenarios where you can soft block your game because uh a lot of times in the earlier uh, generations, they tried to make it so that you're never in a situation where you don't have a Pokemon with uh, HM that you need by having a uh, released Pokemon come oh. back. Uh, but you could still get yourself in a lot of trouble if you save on the right tile while you are poisoned and on like one HP and you don't have any items. Like you can you can get yourself locked out of your your, your game. So that's why they changed that
0: damn Hmm. i didn't know Um, i was always just
2: too paranoid i never let it get to that point
0: (laughs) yeah i always and like we're saying like onyx is the first boss and physically daunting like when you see the battle of like pikachu versus onyx and he like binds him it looked like Pikachu's whole fucking, all of his organs should fire out of his head when there's yeah. like, you hear the squeezing noise and he's like, Ugh! like <laughs> Yeah,
3: regular mice die to regular snakes. <laughs> and this <laughs> is uh, a uh, regular mouse with electric powers that do nothing against the snake and a uh, 28, almost 29 foot uh, snake made out of uh, rock, that is hard akin to diamond. So <laughs> I found it interesting
2: that Onyx is based off of an earthworm. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Well, when I think earthworm. It's, it's
3: an Alaskan bullworm.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So that that brings
1: me to an interesting thing. Um, so based off of like a worm, yeah, because they say it like tunnels and eats the dirt and like whatever. But it reminded me of the Dune worms um you yeah. know in the 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 book now movie dune <laughs>
3: yeah um
1: but so there's a myth of something called a mongolian death worm <clears throat> and i need you to bear with me on this because i also like i wasn't the only one who thought about these dune worms because with this mongolian death worm it was apparently something that was shaped like a sausage was mm-hmm. 2 feet long had no head or leg, and it was poisonous to the touch. And this guy, Ivan uh, McCurl, um, he went to the Gobi Desert to try to find one. And he tried to find it by, like in Dune, making noise. And he created a machine to, like, thump the ground. And because they couldn't find one, they were like, oh, I guess it doesn't exist. Um, but anyway... Um, Apparently, Onyx is also based off of this Mongolian death worm, um, because it's so like huge and massive.
0: Do, does that sausage worm exist, though?
1: No. Apparently, it was just a myth, but apparently it was like huge in Mongolia, and then like um, some explorer in like the nineteen thirties wrote about it, and it became this like huge phenomenon. This like Mongolian death worm that exists and will kill you if you touch it, even.
0: There's a 2010 Mongolian Deathworm uh movie. Looks,
1: yeah, from Sci Fi.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Uh <laughs> I, I just like the whole earthworm. So it's based on an earthworm or rock python. And worm makes sense, but like they're both just shitty puns. Yeah. Like it's a worm made out of earth and yeah. a snake that is made out of rocks. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, but you know, Pokemon's good for that. I mean, that's what we expect from them at this point.
0: But like, good job, guys. Yeah. So it's like, usually you can go in and be like, well, they're actually, the thing they do is this. But it's just like, no, they were like, it is earthworm, Jim.
2: One of the Pokedex entries says, um, as it grows older, it becomes more rounded and smoother and eventually becomes similar to black diamonds. So if there's a diamond wor- worm out there, I'd love to see that.
0: Well, it kind of reminds me of the Crystallonyx. <laughs> That was my favorite episode
3: ever. I lost my shit when I saw the Crystal Onyx. I was was a bit of an Onyx fanboy because I liked Brock. I liked Onyx. I mean, Onyx uh, to me was um, cool because I thought if I had uh, lived in the Pokemon world, nobody would mess with me if I had an Onyx. He was used for stairs when... uh, the uh stairs on the or when the uh St. Anne was uh capsized and upside down uh <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Uh he was uh raceable, uh going fifty miles per hour apparently on land. He's oh, got yeah. a nice speed stat too for an unevolved Pokemon.
2: Yeah, so, and he can he can burrow at fifty miles an hour too when he tunnels.
3: And um yeah, so he was he was sort of like one of my favorites. He was the first Pokemon that came out of a Pokeball when I played Smash Brothers 64.
0: Um, oh, hells yeah.
3: Yeah, and I, I loved that game so much the second I, I touched it. I was never good at it. But yeah, when Crystal Onyx came out, I was like, they're going to do things with Onyx, and they're going to make him cool, and everybody's going to love Onyx, and then I'm going to be totally right for have like <laughs> liking
0: Onyx for so long. Uh, weird fact about um, Onyx coming out of the Pokeball. So if you are Kirby and you use your down B smash attack, you do not get hurt by the rocks.
3: Your down B smash attack. You're, or okay. your down
0: B power attack where you turn into like a rock or a hard item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rocks don't affect you. Yeah, okay. Isn't that crazy? Because even like if you have your shield up or something, it'll still take down your shield. Yeah, but like if you're a rock, they're just like rock on rock, baby.
3: Nothing. Other things can still hurt you when you're in uh, in hard form. Um, In hard form, I don't know. I mean, if
2: someone sits down on you too quickly, then maybe.
3: Yeah, Sakurai really likes Kirby because he 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 made Kirby, so
0: (laughs) maybe that's his, his secret way. Um. But back to the Crystal Onyx, I thought there was, like, a deep lore because I also held it in my head as, like, the Crystal Onyx. Like, it's like the Red Gyarados. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except it's one episode and it's, like, they want to help a guy named Mateo. Is it Mateo? In my head, it's Mateo. I have it in my notes. It is uh Mateo. Yeah, they want him to to help him find the crystal onyx so that he could be get he could get better at making art and then they find it and then he's better at making art <laughs> like that's yeah, it
3: doesn't take practice. It just takes inspiration
0: and um, he's exclusive to the anime. They never did anything else <laughs> with the crystal onyx.
3: Yeah, and supposedly what crystal onyx was a little bit bigger. Um, He lived in a giant uh, like geode. He um, was weak to fire and resistant to water. And Team Rocket had (laughs) a fantasy where they would uh, turn the crystal into a a giant hot tub and then just uh, swim in his tail or something like that. (laughs) I mean, that's my fantasy now, too. Uh, I saw a still frame from this episode today and it had, uh, Meowth and James and Jesse all butt naked, uh, relaxing in a pool, uh, that was made by the Crystal Onyx making a, a giant, uh, ring. And, uh... Yeah, Jesse was uh, pressing her boobies up against the the side of the onyx. And, Googling and,
0: now, you had me at naked.
3: Yeah, <laughs> James has got like uh, his big old pecs out, and Meowth you know, is just always naked, so he, he's fine. And apparently, like James is like freaking ripped when you when uh, you take his shirt he off. He strips, yeah. Yeah, so. that's what I hear. Yeah,
2: good that's for him.
0: Good for you, James.
2: Yeah, he does it for me with the purple hair. Yeah. yeah.
0: Keeping his core... Yo, it's hard to find that photo. (laughs) But I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, It was a meme
3: and it said um, when you're in the bathtub as a kid and you try to make a uh, little pool between your thighs for your uh, dick and balls.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
0: Well... I'm going to have to find that now. Um, so. One thing that there's a lot of like weird. <laughs> I just I'm still thinking about the <laughs> there's a lot of like weirdness with Onyx because like it's so big that it doesn't really like work on everything. And like Onyx is one of those Pokemon where in the anime he doesn't really need to like like. He could just crawl around. He's a big snake. He's whatever. It's not like Geo Dude where they don't know what to do with him because he's so small. And it's like, mm-hmm. is he floating? Is he on the ground? Um. Apparently in video games, Onyx goes back and forth more Steelix with yeah. Just I read this floating. a lot for
2: Steelix. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Onyx.
3: Uh, he, if I remember correctly, in Stadium at least, where my my brain always goes, Onyx was always on the ground, yes. and then he had. Yeah. Parts, uh, boulders on his body like rotating independently. Yes, which kind of. That's
0: what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, fucking weird. So yeah. what is he
2: like a fucking planet and he's got moons around him?
0: No, like imagine if you were like a robot and your arm would just start like spinning. Like yeah, it, they just oh. rotate at different frequencies. Basically, the balls. Interesting.
3: Yeah, and they can rotate completely around. They don't, you know, it. it all of his his boulders are sort of independent from one another so i mean you know technically he is not a single piece but a whole bunch of pieces yeah uh, i'm just
2: convinced at this point that gravity is different in the pokemon world
3: yeah it just
2: it just it's just different it has so to then, be
3: uh, spoilers, he does evolve. Steelix is always just portrayed as floating up in the air. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've that.
2: ever seen Steelix not in the air. Like, even in, in like the most recent Pokemon Snap, it's like flying and gliding through the air. It's like one of the big um,
3: Yeah, like- the the only thing I can think about is that Game Freak is just like, alright, steel Pokemon float, or maybe they were thinking, because he's spiky, that they don't want yeah. to uh, always Clip. uh yeah, because yeah, like
2: Magnemite's like that, Skarmory. Like, I'm trying to think of all the Steel Pokemon. Like, no uh, Probopass, like, they're all floating.
3: Yeah, but I, I think that, yeah, because Steelix specifically, they don't want him, like, clipping through the the floor with his, like, spikiness.
0: Or, oh, could you
2: imagine, yeah. like, the sound he would make on the floor? Like, nails on a <laughs>
0: chalkboard. <Ugh. laughs> the worst. Um, Yeah, I just think it was so weird because, like, I even Googled. I was trying to find any sort of... I don't care if it's, like, a tweet, uh, a Pokedex entry, just what holds Onyx together. Because before (laughs) seeing him, like, if you get hit in Pokemon Stadium, you just start, like, he starts spinning his balls rapidly. And, like, it's kind of like if you had, think of, like, one of those keychains that you'd make at camp where it's just a string with a bunch of beads on it and they'd all be rotating. It's like that. So there had to be some sort of string or magnetic connection. But the only thing they really talk about is that there's a magnet in Onyx's head that allows him to uh, determine like an internal compass because he's Mm -hmm. he's constantly burrowing. And I know that if you're stuck in like an avalanche or something, you won't know what's up, what's down, what direction you're going. So he has a lucky magnet in his brain.
2: Yeah, he makes winding... um tunnels so he, he could get lost especially because he's going 50 miles an hour it's pretty quick to be tunneling um but the good thing about his tunneling is that he makes homes for uh diglett
0: that's cute yeah
3: really cute so technically diglett cave is probably a mm-hmm. um an onyx uh, tunnel yeah which it makes sense because it kind of goes between uh pewter city and verdian city or uh sorry uh, yeah right verdian um Another thing about the uh, magnet brain is that um, certain birds have uh, magnetic material in their brain, too. Really? To help them determine, uh, you know, magnetic north, magnetic south. Oh, I didn't know that. that. They can... Yeah, because apparently they noted trace amounts of magnetic material in certain birds' brains, and Mm. then they also realized that these birds can go and always find their way back to their original nesting place. And they do that when there's severe cloud cover. They do it when like the the sun is blocked. They they just always are very precise and uh, they don't seem to use visual cues. So there's a hypothesis that they are using uh, magnetic north and magnetic south to navigate that's awesome,
0: yeah. I feels so, like map quest this whole time. <laughs> could be. Uh, birds aren't real too, so. Oh well, yeah, we're talking about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, there's a, an entire conspiracy that uh,
0: birds are actually government drones. I believe it. I yeah. didn't believe it up until this second, but hearing you say it, I'm in. Yeah, it's it's possible
3: and then people are just like hey, look at this. People think that that's natural but
0: no. Drone. Yeah. yeah. I mean like birds fly. Planes fly. We made huh. planes. Why wouldn't we make birds? Yeah but birds aren't powered by jet fuel so checkmate. Mm. 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 And you can't mm. burn a Sprout Tower with <laughs> jet fuel using... Jet Fuel does not burn Bell sprout Towers. I don't know. I don't know how to get there, but you guys just do all the work to connect that.
3: Well, that's what um, brought down uh, Tin Tower, right? That Tin Tower was the one that burned down and houses Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. True. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Moltres, the flaming bird. (laughs) Yeah. Drone. Uh, Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) It's wild to me how little they have on Onyx. Um, Onyx is
3: uh, one of the first Pokemon you can trade for in gold and silver. And uh, you trade. What do you trade? I think it's like a Bellsprout or something. I think
0: it is a Bellsprout.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You trade to a, a person and you get a Onyx named Rocky.
2: Oh, that's the cute. Nose.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And he's he really, also—he's um, really cute. I love him.
2: Onyx also consumes boulders for food.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think all rock Pokemon
0: e- eat boulders or mountains. There's is that
2: a- kind of like cannibalistic for them?
0: Yeah, yeah. We get into this all the time, and I'm ready to talk about it again. Is it lazy, or does it mean something? This is the first time talking about like earthworms. Like, yeah. Do they just kind of like? I don't know. Are they just like? straws like they just it goes in they filter it out through the other side like i don't know if this is the time to learn how fucking earthworms work but <laughs> i don't know. I, know
2: I remember seeing like a like a dead one once and i i don't know why it became kind of translucent um but i saw that like a crystal
0: it, earthworm <laughs> it was yeah. a very special one uh yeah it just had like Jessie's this black
2: just a black line going through it, and it, like it just looked like its esophagus and like internal organs, and then a sphincter and asshole were just like one thing, just one line. It's kind of strange their anatomy. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. We need to get a, a bug expert on here. Um, yeah,
3: well, a lot of sea creatures do uh, filter feeding, where they mm-hmm. kind of just like make the seawater or sand like come into their esophagus and they just eat the stuff within the water, the, the microorganisms and there's life all in soil and, uh, you know, that's there's entire colonies of um,
2: uh, like microscopic organisms and things yeah. that are nutritious. Yeah. M-
3: mushroom. Um, oh yeah.
0: Oh, what's that called again? The, the, Mesothelia? The, the, the I've dropped skittles. There's probably that down there too. You like find like a like a good one too, like a purple skittle. When I was little, I um I
3: knew that you weren't supposed to litter, but I threw an entire blow on the ground just so I could get a rush. And oh boy. I was so scared that I was going to get arrested and then, a blow pop. Yeah. That's then, some
2: quality candy there. I'm I'm judging you just for that
3: yeah so then i um went back outside and i picked it up and i told my mom and she's like oh that's good yeah don't let her
2: i am um, th- when i was younger i found a 50 dollar bill on the ground
3: oh that's so much
0: that's, i know
2: it's a good score that's a like good a ground million score. dollars
0: to a child i know <laughs> uh
2: i was in high school so i mean still i was young in high school but i was like damn i'm like that's a fucking video game but anyway. Um, I was like, shit, like, should I like turn this into the police? Like, should I not keep this? Am I gonna like get in trouble if I find 50 bucks and not give it in or turn it in? I went home. I told my parents about it. They're like, fucking keep it. What the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's one thing if you just see a $50 bill, how are you gonna yeah.
0: track the owner of that?
2: Well, like, Dave a- has the ultimate ground score.
0: Yeah, uh, I was walking after work to go to the liquor store nearby in the same shopping plaza, and there's, like, one of those areas and where, like, the wind pulls all the leaves and they do that little leaf tornado at the, in the fall. You know what I'm talking about? Like, all the shit and trash blows into, like, one corner. Uh yeah like 110 dollars in bills was just in <laughs> with the leaves blowing around it all You just know in home. that same exact spot my uh
3: other friend also named Dave uh found uh, a similar amount of money. There's a the the bank uh drive thru
0: is right there too. I feel like some oh, people actually just- yeah, it that's just exactly where it was. Yes. Oh yeah. man. Hundred and ten bucks just blowing in the wind.
2: Damn, how pissed would you be if you like made a withdrawal from a drive through at a bank and just got home and you're like, what the fuck? Where did all my money go? Damn. It's
3: happened it's happened to my dad before.
2: Oh, it stinks.
3: He uh way back when uh scrap metal was still a uh mm. not as known as the the you know, now people are like stealing copper pipes from construction sites but yeah way back in the day he was like he he would you know he wanted to make a little extra money on the side so that he could like buy stuff for his hobbies gardening fishing so um and he you know was a construction uh, worker a construction super so he would uh you know save all the the copper that people were just throwing into the dumpster and he would get it like a couple hundred dollars at a time and yeah he one day he reaches into his pocket and uh, he just got a uh, a large amount from all the the scrap copper and it was gone
2: oh no that's all the, the copper worst. fell out
3: of his pocket yeah mm-hmm. oh, that's the worst <laughs> So that sucks. The cool thing about scrap metal places is that uh, <laughs> there's, can- a, there's a lot of metal all over the place. And some of the s- stuff that people bring there is like, why would you scrap that? Like yeah. statues and like sculptures. and
2: I mean, I can get it. My brother the other day brought me this elephant that's supposed to be a, a wine cooler or like a wine chiller. You're supposed to put like ice in it or whatever. But I mean, this shit is fucking enormous and it's just like a piece of metal and it's nice. But I mean, we have an apartment and I don't I mean, it's taking up a lot of room in our, our little living room area. And I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do with this thing? It is yeah. gems
0: for eyes.
2: Yeah, it's really nice. It's like it's not ugly or anything, but it's enormous. So I can understand like getting rid of like shit like that. I totally get that.
0: Yeah. Did do do people ever just drop off like swords?
2: <laughs> oh yeah probably
0: because you should save um, the swords so we can like one of the things i realized things. the other day it, i haven't gone to the
3: scrapyard in forever but um one of the time the things i realized the other day is i've never held a sword in my life me either oh, we need to all buy <laughs> swords
0: guys yeah we need to buy swords i've that's-
2: always wanted to try fencing too i, I think that's really cool
0: yeah, but those are basically the toothpicks of sorts.
2: Yeah, but still close enough.
0: That's like I don't know. man. I think I'd be afraid swords. though, because
2: like I think I'd be afraid because the first time I held a gun, I had a panic attack. So I don't know.
3: <laughs> one of uh, one of the things we should do is buy those um, little cotton swab uh, rock and bopper things, and then uh, like fight each other with that. I'm down. I'd be down for that. Totally. One um, of the other things that I was just reminded of is when. Um, uh, Chucky's father, Chaz, gets really rich all of a sudden from like winning the lottery. And oh, then, and Rugrats? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he buys that gigantic crystal elephant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they, they uh, get broke again, but Chaz keeps the crystal elephant because he likes it so much. And then Stu just breaks it by knocking it <laughs> over. Yeah. This
2: that was elephant made by Mateo. I have.
3: Yeah, that yeah. was made by Matteo.
2: Yeah, there's no breaking the elephant my brother gave me. This thing is sturdy. <laughs> yeah,
0: break us first.
2: Yeah, you know, uh,
3: sturdy is something that Onyx can have. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. It's, a, it's an ability that uh, used to prevent just one hit KO moves like sheer cold and fissure, mm. but now uh, if a attack would take you from full hp to zero hp it leaves you with one hp which is really annoying when you're fighting hikers in a random cave somewhere because yes. it lets your their onyx get an attack off on you when normally you would just take it out with a four times effective grass or water type move because onyx
0: is ground rock type and dies yeah not yes. great right. hates water which is why you need that you need to be sturdy it's ground rock type, right? Yeah. Yes. Because steel ex- becomes ground steel, steel. type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, in the time we were talking about uh, steel elephants and stuff, I did happen to find the hot tub photo. Um, yeah. I'm kind of sad that I did because the one in my head was way sexier.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought
3: um, that it was uh, very risque for being on television.
0: It is you risque. So? But, I think it's you know, pretty PG. But versus I mean, my brain. I think You're gonna the the things that
3: uh, are more, even uh, to my young mind, the, the the things that really got me and really got my brain going to those uh, prepubescent or <laughs> pubescent thoughts was uh, if you did if you didn't show everything, you just implied that they were having a. Good old hot tub orgy. A
0: good naked romp. Yeah. I think the
2: sexiest one in that picture is Jesse, though. She definitely looks topless. Yeah, I'm with it. It's cool.
0: Um, You know what could really take a hot, sexy time out of the equation when like in the episode unexpected when a giant onyx is going on a rampage. And Bruno comes to help them out. But it turns out the Onyx is going on a rampage because there was a sand slash stuck in between its boulders. Oh, <laughs> Which is like having a sand slash stuck between your balls, I imagine.
2: Well, it, it is known that um, Onyx will um, become aggressive and attack humans and other Pokemon when it's in pain. So maybe that sand slash just got him in the right spot i don't know you guys like it reminds me of like you ever have like a piece of something stuck in your teeth
3: that's exactly what i was thinking yeah
2: like that's what i feel like onyx goes through but like on on a much larger scale
3: yeah you gotta imagine they're bigs and their their boulders are independently moving Mm -hmm. uh so it must get easy to get like trees
0: caught in there or oh, yeah well another thing that's crazy it said that hard objects encountered while tunneling are absorbed into its body which make it very sturdy so it's kind of like you know
3: yeah it's basically looking in there.
0: it's basically looking for uh big hard objects it's like underground katamari Damasi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like the thing too is that this pokedex every fucking pokedex is just like i do actually go underground and can burrow at 50 miles per hour it likes to eat rocks like every single one <laughs> but like yeah. there's so many things like not even our boys sun and moon an ultra though they always go super dark where it would be like yeah. like uh an old folks home in Alola was, uh, <laughs> like, fell through a sinkhole created by Onyx. No one survived. Like, <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of those other Pokemon that got so much fame in the anime that it didn't really need um, much more focus, I guess, in the games. I don't know.
0: Like, I feel like it was just, like, so tunnels. well known.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: It just definitely, like, fucks up everything. Yeah. It's
2: huge.
3: Mega Gengar really wanted uh a friend so it went to the uh newborn's (laughs) hospital and took as
0: many friends with it as it could carry (laughs) yeah all this shit is insane and then like you go to onyx and you're like onyx can burrow really far and then you go to steelix and it's just like steelix is very shiny and he he also (laughs) loves to burrow like (laughs) we get it fucking digs man
3: One of the only other things I have for Onyx is actually never specified in the game, but um, there's an item called the Lagging Tail. Yes. That uh, you can uh, carry to ensure that your Pokemon always performs last in uh, the queue. I don't think it's used often because usually you want to go first. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things that you might trick onto an opponent to to give them a disadvantage. but the item when you look at it, the um, the game portrays it as basically an onyx butt <laughs> just the, the last couple of boulders on Onyx's tail, the lagging tail.
0: And it, it like is kind of a throwback to Biden and Brock, I think. Yeah, probably. If you think about it, because bide will also bide causes you to go second too, right? Doesn't it slow you down? <sighs> bide, I think it does
3: not change your turn order. Gotcha. Uh, I think that if you're faster, you'll still uh, charge first. Because if you if you use bide second, then your opponent has the entire next move to know that you're stuck in bide and set up. True. so you really even don't want to abide to go second you want it to go first and you want the opponent to to hit you hard and then you want your opponent to struggle either way it's not a good move no. that might have actually been one of the moves that they took out of the game you can you can use it like in game against npcs pretty effectively and a lot of pokemon can learn
0: it so it's not a useless move but it's not a good move. It's it's them trying to have very fun JRPG mechanics early on, but yeah. like in every other game it was replaced by like mud slap or
3: uh rock tomb, which yeah. are much better moves. Much better.
0: Um, shall we go to Steelix or should we talk about our good friend Brock? Um yeah, I let's guess do some Steelix. Yeah, because, you know, we can save Brock for last, the
3: best for last, as they say. Yeah, um we get a
2: Steelix. F- you got Steelix? I like Steelix. We get we get him when um you trade an onyx holding a metal coat.
3: Yeah. Oh. And apparently the Pokedex entries will specify very old onyxes
2: mm-hmm.
3: can get to a hardness. where well, they, they will naturally evolve into a steelix.
2: So I was going to mention something about this because um, the first mention of that is in the silver Pokedex entry uh, where it reads, It is said that if an onyx lives over 100 years, its composition changes to become a diamond-like. But it does not specify that it becomes a steelix because it's old and diamond like until um, soul silver where the Pokedex kind of corrects itself. And it says it is said that if an Onyx lives for a hundred years, its composition becomes diamond like as it evolves into a Steelix because it's so ambiguous in the the original silver game that I was, when I first read it, I was like, why is there a Onyx Pokedex entry for Steelix? I don't know, but they corrected themselves in soul silver. So it's all good. Yeah. But then they go back to that same original Silver Pokedex entry in um in um in the later games. I believe it's like X and Y or something. Oh no, Sword, Sword. It goes back to the original one where it doesn't specify that it turns into a Steelix after it's a hundred years old. So
3: they just jump it all around.
2: Yeah, they just copy and paste it. You know,
3: yeah. I get that. <laughs> jump around. So this uh, Steelix is uh, number two hundred and eight. We made it, guys. I know. (laughs) Um, Um, We've we've got uh, a 30 foot long uh, Iron Snake Pokemon. He's the uh, tallest steel type and he's the
0: tallest ground type. So I just want to go back a little bit. So we all enjoy Steelix. Yes. Uh, I want to say Onyx didn't make it to the 2020 or 2021 Pokemon of the year ballot. Tell well, me the Steelix did over Onyx? Steelix did.
2: Ugh. Wow. Gross. I like but Onyx better.
0: Not in 2020, and but made it in 2021, the one that I believe is strictly from Japan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it didn't make it to the top Pokemon, but it made it into the top Johto, which makes sense.
3: It's probably because uh, I saw that... Um... I I don't know much about the anime anymore. But I saw that in the Sun and Moon anime, uh, Brock does make an appearance and he beats one of the... What are they called in Sun and Moon? Not gym leaders. Uh, Like uh, Trial Masters? Something like that, yeah. He beats the the fire trial with his uh, Steelix against... uh,
0: the, the guy who uses Alolan Marowak.
2: That's impressive.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. I got some some info on that. But guess out of... It, it had to have placed, I believe, top 30 in Johto. Guess, guess a number out of all Johto Pokemon.
2: 28.
0: <sighs> I'm going to guess 11. Peter wins. What? 10. Really? Ooh. Behind. And this is like... Very different tastes, <laughs> but this is behind Zatu. Oh, okay, and in I front of Zatu, and in front of Amphros. I love
3: yeah, Amphros.
2: Amphros is cool.
3: I mean, bear in mind there are in Johto, I think they added just one hundred Pokemon. Yeah, so oh, really?
0: thirty is like one third of them. Okay, makes sense. But uh Steelix didn't even make the top. In uh, 2020, 2020, and this is the same survey
2: that Magnemite was the most popular in Japan. Is that right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I was taking a walk, and I'm like, Magnemite was well, seriously the most popular one?
0: Kanto Pokemon.
2: Still, I yeah, mean,
0: still, it's still it's pretty. pretty I think perfect. it's because uh,
3: he takes down power lines, and we all just want to return. Oh, uh, just disconnect. Yeah, we want to go yeah. off the grid now.
2: Yeah, I, I pray for that sometimes when I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it'd be cool if, like, shit just didn't work right now.
3: Sometimes I go into work and uh, somebody says, oh, the phones are down. And
0: I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish. Every day I go into work, somebody's like, the <laughs> phones are down. This doesn't work. And it ruins my fucking life. Oh, because uh,
2: you, you're, the, you're the motherfucker that has to fix it. <laughs>
0: Steelix has big teeth and his jaw yeah. is bigger. And he's got eyes that are sunken and spikes.
2: Fun fact, um, along the bottom of its jaw are these little ridges that I think resemble teeth. And there are two pairs of ridges on a male Steelix, while there is only one pair on a female.
0: Yeah, because the two is actually is balls. That's everybody knows. Do you know a funner fact?
2: What's a funner fact?
0: Do you know how many little nubbins a a Steelix has?
2: (laughs) How many little nubbins does it have? How many balls
0: is a Steelix? Let's do another guess. (laughs) Uh, he has. Don't count.
2: I think seven. I'm just seven. counting
0: in my head. I'm gonna say twelve. Sarah,
2: I said seven. I think seven.
0: The winner is Steve. Uh, Stevens <laughs> stepped away. But yeah. Peter, you're the winner. Uh, but not really, because in Pokemon Gold, Steelix has eleven balls.
2: Nice. 11. In
0: Silver, Steelix has thirteen balls.
2: Oh but, he's an odd boy.
0: But after Gen three, Steelix has nine balls.
2: Oh see I was closer to the to the Gen 3 version.
0: Yeah, but Peter was closer to the other ones. What about um, <laughs> Onyx actually. How many balls does Onyx have?
2: Mm, uh, I must say uh, I'm gonna say 15.
0: Peter uh, 20. The winner is Sarah.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: Because normally Onyx has fifteen balls, but for some reason <laughs> in the Pokemon Blue art, seventeen balls. Wow. wow, okay. And that is our new bit.
2: How many balls? <laughs> How many balls?
0: <laughs> Take care, day. How many balls?
2: But uh, I think
3: when I heard you saying nubbins, I was actually <laughs> confused, and I was just guessing like little spikes that come out of his carapace. Oh. <laughs>
0: But well, you still won. Yeah.
2: How many balls?
0: Um, like
2: usually... we should uh, we should create a segment like but does you... this does this Pokemon fuck?
0: <laughs> this one, and I think um, both
2: of them do. <laughs> oh,
3: Hard. I mean, they are part of the mineral egg group, so they are
0: mineral sexual. Two oh. is fucking probably level like a forest. <laughs> like, you ever drive down, like, a place and the whole forest is just empty because there's, like, a fire or some shit? It's probably oh like God. that. Yeah. Do you ever
3: uh, drive along and you see, like, a beautiful uh, landscape and all of a sudden you see, like, the thinnest a swath of lands cut out of like all of the forest for gigantic power lines to go through. Yes. Yeah.
2: You know, the other day I was actually, we were, we were driving to a wedding up by you, um, Peter, and we got to, it was like a, a beautiful fall foliage. And then we got to this one section where just, you see all these trees are just like bare and like, it looked like they had been burned, but not really. Cause they weren't black. They were like white. And I think it was like a like a tree disease or something. It was like a field of just dead trees. And I was like, ooh, yeah. that's that's spooky. There's a lot of
3: trees that are being targeted by different invasive bugs, right Yeah, now. like
2: the lantern fly and stuff yeah. like that. I learned I know we're not on the ladybug episode yet, but I learned that New Jersey has a new infestation of these beetles that are mimicking ladybugs. So they yeah. look like ladybugs. They're very intrusive. They bite and they're venomous and are like not nice like ladybugs. And they swarm on the inside of people's homes to um, seek shelter for the winter. And they're super dangerous. So um, be careful if you see a ladybug out there for any of our New Jersey listeners because it may not be a ladybug.
3: Well, ladybugs are very obviously red. And a lot of the bugs that mimic it are uh, like very obviously orange.
2: Yes, but this one is very obviously red too, and has a spike oh, really? Spikes, yeah. Uh, the spot, the spots, but it has an extra head.
0: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just at this point where like anytime I see a bug I don't know, he's getting I'm fucking gonna be rocked. Like,
2: Dude, the the craziest <laughs> shit happened to me today. I was going to the bank to just take out some cash. And I was in
3: (laughs) the ATM was poisonous. No, the
2: ATM was broken. So I had to fucking talk to a human. I was really pissed about it. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm I'm talking to this dude trying to get my money. And all all I see in this floor is like a fucking tarantula sized spider. I'm like, bro. I'm like, you got a huge ass spider out here. And I said it just like that. He's like, no, no. I'm like, uh, yeah, you do. You're gonna want to take care of that because I'm not fucking leaving until it's gone. <laughs> it, it was freaking huge. And then he's like, Oh my god, he had to get a broom and kill it. It was disgusting. Oh,
0: anyway. yeah, wow. what I'm learning about our area is they're just like, Hey, new bug just dropped. Make oh sure my it god. dies. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yep.
0: Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, if you see something, kill it. Kill it. it. <laughs> if you see something, squish something, like it says <laughs> yeah. on all the uh, the subways. Yeah. Um. Speaking of subways, Steelix burrow up to six tenths of a mile underground and can be found in mountains or caves. Easily choose through boulders with powerful jaws. Its eyes are capable of seeing in the dark, which is good because you're going underground. But also <laughs> and they have a the ex-
2: they have a go ahead, go ahead. The
0: exposure to underground heat and pressures um, and iron rich soil has actually made the body harder. So the heat's. Kind of like compression, how diamonds are made, but also with the iron rich soil and the hot magma is kind of like it's uh, like like gold plating these motherfuckers.
2: Yeah, they have a goal to like get to the earth or uh, the earth's core. Um, I mean, that's that's a pretty hefty goal, but like
0: sperms to the ovum.
2: But shit, if it makes, if it, makes them, <laughs> if it makes them real hard and avoid ED, then I guess that's a good goal for them.
0: It's good for them. They got big jaws. Did I mention that? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. about Steelers.
3: <laughs> their their jaws are for eating, and they they have like a big armor plating on their heads so that they can um, defend against oncoming like trains, big hard boulders. And uh, sometimes, if they get to um, rest uh, like uh,
0: reckless in their travels, uh, they'll get uh, permanent dents on their face. Oh, Aww. fuck. It's yeah. like when you dent your car and you got to bring it to the Steelix auto body shop. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, when uh, Onyx is like mad, it'll like fucking kill people. So yeah. I imagine this guy yeah. is the same thing. He's just got a Bruce Willis chin to like, yeah. do more yeah. damage with.
3: He's uh, he's twice as heavy as Onyx. Oh. And then when he mega evolves, he's twice as heavy still.
2: Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. <laughs>
0: mega Steelix, I feel like I missed.
3: Um, there's not much to say about him other than, um, I mean, obviously mega evolved Pokemon are a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. They were the coolest thing that Nintendo ever did and they're a thing of the past. And every single mega evolution has awful Pokedex entries that basically say, this is unnatural. This Pokemon is in constant pain. Oh. and the the thing that uh, happens with Steelix turning into mega Steelix is, you can see all over its body, there are crystals just mm-hmm. jutting out of its carapace, like just at strong, strong angles. And uh, basically, that's a result of all of its cells. Apparently, it had organic cells, <laughs> even though it was made out of stone, that have since turned directly into crystal when it uh, mega evolves. And that's just all of those crystals, crystalline cells like exploding from its body. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Some key differences with Mega Steelix, though. I mean, its eyes turn blue. Its lower jaw becomes more heavily armored with, um, like a round curvy, uh, shape to it. Um, it has a third pair of ridges that appears on its bottom jaw, as well as two sharp flat structures consisting of three conjoined projections on each side. So it's like, he is like, he, he looks like a DNA project went wrong. I mean, really, (laughs) he kind of almost looks like a DNA strand. If you look at him.
3: No, he's, he's a good looking Pokemon, um, I like the the crystals sort of like becoming like a halo around its head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also uh, it ties Mega Agron for the highest defense stat. Yeah, but well, I was doing some research, and I think it also ties with no, no. I think Shuckle is also <laughs> tied up there. I I think everybody just forgets about Shuckle. (laughs) And that's not even the Pokemon with the highest defense because there is a Pokemon introduced in Sword and Shields, Eternamax Eternatus, Yeah, that actually has stats that are bazonkers, like totally balls to the wall. And it's because you're supposed to fight him... um, how do those like Eternamax, Gigantamax battles go? Is there like five Pokemon versus one, or I forget yeah. how that worked. Well, it depends. I think
2: it's three. It's three usually versus one.
3: Yeah. So you had, uh, what the the two, the four, maybe the two, three or four, the two legends from, uh, that game were on your side when you were fighting that Pokemon, as well as, um, what Leon probably was helping you at that point too, or I, I forget what exactly happened, but um, you can never actually get that Pokemon uh, on your side or to to use it. It's only in its Eternamax form for plot reasons. Final but boss, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's it messes up with all the Pokemon like top stats because it's right. like up there in every single stat. It's at the top of every single like it's the it's the strongest Pokemon.
0: Gotcha. Hmm.
2: Yeah, but it does tie with Mega Aggron for a couple of things, not just defense. I think it was also um, uh, like physical attack or something like that or special attack. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's pretty it's pretty tied up with Mega Aggron. And then Steelix in general is seen to be a parallel to Caesar um, because they both have pre-evolved versions from Gen 1 that need a metal coat to evolve um, and they both gain a steel type. They lose a type to gain a steel type. So, for example, you know, Onyx is um, the ground rock type, and then you have Steelix, who turns into the steel ground type. So it loses the rock to become steel.
0: You guys think we're going to see more Onyx stuff now that we're seeing more Scyther stuff with uh, the coming out of
2: Ooh, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
0: Well, we'll see, because... Don't want to get everyone too excited, but when this episode drops, we are a few short days away from BDSM coming out. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: There's a lot of things I'm
3: excited for. I'm excited for um, that. Uh, the Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime is coming out. Um, uh, I was talking about Brock
0: think... shortly. is Yeah. <laughs>
3: I think we should just go on to that. I'll I'll tell you all the things I'm excited about if I remember them.
0: Okay. Every now and then just throw in something exciting. Okay. Just like something really exciting. Like something There's joy. Like oh yeah. <laughs> Brock's excited. So Brock. <laughs> I we watched a bunch of different videos on YouTube today and I did a little bit of research. There's always that channel charu charu who does different backstories on uh pokemon trainers and different things in the pokemon universe always a good watch there's also a video uh that i don't know if i would recommend watching but it's i think it's like 14 or 16 minutes long and it's literally called brock is horny it's on yeah, youtube i did the research yes yes <laughs> Um, but basically, they're just talking about how Brock is, of, of course, horny, yeah. but at the same time, he fills the role of like the responsible de facto dad always. He definitely
3: had, uh, when like Ash and Misty were like puzzled by something, he was always the one who knew what was going on, like, oh. Don't you know that uh, Growlithe are
0: territorial in this part of Kanto? Or yeah. I don't know, like, or like Ash would be caught and Nurse Jenny would be like, "Hey, you, you're under arrest," and he would just be like, "No, we did this." Blah blah blah. <laughs> like he'd always be the one to talk to the adults and smooth shit out. Yeah. Except when he was horny. But like, <laughs> do you blame him? He's a teenager. We don't. We so his backstory is his father Flint left his family to go become a Pokemon trainer which you're like it's the Pokemon world I get it yeah it's the only way you are going to make money it's like
2: your rite of passage yeah
0: (laughs) well I don't even know if you're gonna really make money because he probably should have done something else because he had 10 fucking kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) 10 children so we know something that Brock inherited uh this unwavering horniness and ability to Yeah, I mean fuck. he had
2: a legacy. He had to at least fuck 10 times. Minimum. Like minimum 10 times. Cuz I'm
0: pretty sure Brock was like twins. Brock's like multiples. Well, oh bro. yeah. <laughs> Brock's like a magneton of cum. <laughs> He absorbed a couple in the womb. You sure did. So Flint, (laughs) his dad, had 10 children and left the family to become a Pokemon trainer, leaving Brock to be the father and mother of his nine siblings, young siblings, and to manage the Pewter City Gym with his two Pokemon, Geodude and Onix. Flint later returned to Pewter City only to creepily sell rocks outside from a small little shop. Do you remember that? Cuz like he basically yeah. helps I mean I don't know if you guys know the listeners that is. Brock's dad basically gets the Pikachu to be a boss boss ass bitch by making him supercharged. Yeah,
3: he he stuck him in the the charger overnight. <laughs> so his battery was at a hundred percent pretty much he hooked him up to a little windmill yeah like it, him- it's a it's an old like water mill that is used for grinding grain but somehow also had like a a gyro in it for conducting and producing electricity and it was in a dried up like lake bed so it wasn't doing anything <laughs> Because there's no water in Pewter City because Brock outlawed it so that nobody would grab oh, a,
2: fuck up his Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: nobody would grab a cup of water and splash it on him in the middle of the battle.
0: Um, so not only did he fail as a Pokemon trainer and leave the family after birthing and using his wee-wee to make a bunch of little children,
3: is that the mother? What you
0: use for children? Uh, in the Pokemon world, I haven't figured it out in a <laughs> IRL yet, but Brock's mother, Lola, is a water Pokemon specialist. And uh, as That's the story goes, um, where was the is... mother this entire time? So in Ruby and Sapphire, in the episode "A Family That Battles Together Stays Together," uh fucking lie right off the bat. <laughs> uh flint the father recalled that he had first met lola when she was a budding trainer he was impressed by her poliwags hydro pump during a battle against his graveler they went on uh wide birthing hips yeah (laughs) (laughs) and she shot out 10 kids but much like flint she left the family to pursue her own goals in artistic ventures So, basically, she went on to be a water Pokemon trainer and artist and abandoned her 10 children as well. (laughs) Fucking awful. (laughs) Leaving Brock to, like... I just remember... They should both be arrested. (laughs) they, They should. It's even worse that fucking, like, Brock's dad, like, failed forever ago. Like, you don't even see him with Pokemon. He is just, like standing on the outskirts of town watching Brock through the window have a rough life <laughs> and just like ooh and even tells like Ash he's just like you know he's good for nothing father and like talks <laughs> all this shit on himself instead of just fucking helping
3: probably like fought he probably went to Pallet Town, talked to Professor Oak, got his starting uh, Pokemon, went to the first gym that he could find, uh, the Viridian City Gym, saw Giovanni. Giovanni just took his po- punched him in the gut and took his Pokemon.
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because the first gym, yeah. I mean, if you're starting there and if Pewter City Gym didn't exist, then you'd go right right over to to giovanni and he would just punch you in the dick and win (laughs) um so obviously he really had to put his life on hold so that he could manage the family gym i don't even think they really go into if it's a family gym it's kind of up in the air but also to be a mother and father um and run a a household so he finally gets out into the world and he can finally feel boners again because he's just (laughs) not surrounded by children he's able to just be a young man and he just sees all the jennies and joys and feels all of the little jennies in his jenny tolls and the joys of getting (laughs) erections oh my god um he's
3: a really driven guy too he um i think he allegedly is uh you know, he helps with the uh, Pewter City Museum as well. He has a um, a gym to his credit. Uh, he wants to uh, breed Pokemon, and eventually wants to pursue a doctorate. So,
2: yeah, and doctorate in medicine. He wants to, yeah, he he wants to become a a breeder first, and then he wants to go into the medical field. Which yeah, he, he wants really to become cool.
3: a gynecologist.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never understand why people want want to be a gynecologist or or, or a urologist. I, I never get that. <laughs> like, Some guys just makes, love piss. what makes you like what what happens in med- medical school when you're like yeah I want to look at pussy and dicks all day.
3: Uh, it's an important part of human health, and they probably <laughs> are. Uh, just I don't know. They
0: they found Listen, somebody- power to
2: them. I'm glad they exist, but I just wonder like what makes them decide to, to go into that field. Maybe that like one tea. of
0: their loved ones died of a broken pussy when they were growing up <laughs> and they wanted to save it. Um, Maybe.
2: Yeah, but but Peter, you're right. Babies for the gynecologist part, yeah, for sure.
0: So <laughs> Brock leaves the the pack twice.
2: Yeah. First
0: time, and this is what I really wanted to discuss, is in the Orange Islands, where he meets Professor Ivy. And I know it's just a cartoon, but let's just say this Professor Ivy is a dish.
2: <laughs> yes, she's hot.
3: I looked at the first picture I've seen of her in a long time to do research. Don't remember her at all. Very, very, very like all the the women in Pokemon are like. You know, cutesy, but this, you know, this is like Lorelei
0: levels of voluptuousness. Yeah, she hot. she hot. And even her bathing suit, she's wearing like a one piece, yeah. but it's got these like cuts in the side. It's very horny.
2: Fashionable. Yeah, totally.
0: And the whole time she's wearing like this lab coat over it. Um, so basically she has these three female assistants and they're studying Pokemon. Brock of course wants to study Pokemon. Um, but their whole compound is a fucking mess and they can't cook clean or do anything. And Brock's (laughs) like, I can turn this shit around. So he is going to stay back, explore the GS ball and, uh, also study Pokemon while they're there. Um, it's very weird. It's very, very weird. She is a Pokemon physiology specialist. Hot. Um, and she's only really in a few episodes, which I forgot about. I think she's in the beginning and the end when Brock leaves. Um, and then so we don't
3: see we don't see too. her
0: anymore. Mm -hmm. on but anytime professor ivy is mentioned brock basically has ptsd breaks down (laughs) it does that whole like blued over skin and he just shuts down into a pile and goes oh don't talk about it so i just wanted to all go through why why do you guys think uh what, what they never describe what happens i did learn the actual reason but there's no lore reason why it happened. Do you? Do you she so what broke did you guys his heart.
2: Think? She broke his heart. She she uh, she let him down dirty, broke his heart, let him on. Probably gave him a little strip tease or something, and then said, "Nah, I'm good."
3: I think he probably um, uh, made a very romantic dinner one day, and he said, "Professor Ivy, I." Uh, I need you to come over to the the kitchen because I have
0: uh, all of this risotto ready. And the po-
2: pack of condoms next to it. Right? <laughs>
0: the risotto yeah. was probably like ramen, because <laughs> you know it's like his donuts are just rice yeah. balls, so it's yeah. yeah. And then he
3: uh, he she doesn't show up, and he's like, uh, "Why? Why? This was this was my only chance. Why? Why does she keep on ignoring me?" And then she creeps up. He creeps back up to the lab, and then he hears a noise, and then he he goes into the lab, and it's uh, his good for nothing, father.
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh, shit.
3: Yeah. Flint, he's already left the family behind again.
2: Oh, shit. He's
3: making uh, Brock a younger half-brother uh, or half-sister. Oh, no.
2: oh man.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, that—that that is a fan theory. Why, One yeah. of the oh, fan really? theories is that she is already fucking Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Because in the Pokemon, the movie 2000, they're both on the plane together and they're always sitting next to each other. And for some reason, they're both wearing the same outfit, (laughs) which is weird. And people say that the three assistants look like a mixture of Professor Oak and her. But I don't believe that. I think something more reasonable, either a that she was like hardcore pegging Brock. And like. He was like, I'm the horniest guy ready for all sorts of fucking. But he like bit off more than he could chew. (laughs) Either that or she fucks the Pokemon.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And he can. Yeah. And he's done because she's a, you know, Pokemon physiology specialist. Something weird. When
3: you're when you're young and inexperienced, you probably think to yourself like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm crazy. I'm
0: down for everything. And Brock probably found out that he's yeah. not down for anything. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, he but learned like, it the hard way. Brock
0: is totally oh. a virgin. And when he's just like she's like, you down for that really dirty stuff? And he was like, yeah. And he was just like, the dirtiest things he could think of was like doggy style and kissing during. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like those are his two cool moves. <laughs> it's like we won't even take our socks off. and she's like no
2: she's like no i have a cloister locked and loaded
0: yeah like she she was definitely fucking the pokemon or using the pokemon for fucking or something Yeah, she probably
3: uh uh squirted on him and then he is a rock type so
2: she's like she's like do you want to see my diglett dildo uh do
0: you so do do you want to know the real reason why brock left and the reason why he left ivy
2: I know the reason pretty interesting, but what it's do you pretty, think, Peter?
0: Pretty
3: interesting, uh, because they uh, wanted to write him back into the show, and the GS ball <laughs> was forgotten a long time ago. Correct. <laughs> Why did he leave originally? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I I just am happy whenever I see him.
0: So racism. Oh really? So they believe oh. now that Pokemon. This was like the heat of Pokemon and its height back then. And they thought that the animation for Brock was a racist depiction of Asian eyes. So they were like, you know what? Let's just cut our losses. And that's why they brought Todd in to take up Brock's place. But people really connected with Brock. And it's kind of like they were think over for something that wasn't yeah. really there i never thought of it that way i don't know if you know any just give brock sunglasses yeah oh, imagine if he just comes back and he yeah. wears like matrix <laughs> tiny sunglasses all the time yeah. and then they'd be like this is a racist depiction of incels wearing these tiny <laughs> sunglasses and always wanting to fuck but never oh coming um, just give him a
3: trench coat yeah
0: but but yeah so he was extremely you know racist and uh originally well, he wasn't racist but the they believed the depiction was and they over overcorrected and people wanted him back they brought him back he um, can't be racist his girlfriend is a jinx <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's anyway they um they, they, yeah, so the GS ball was forgotten because originally Celebi was supposed to be inside of it, but instead they wanted to do the Pokemon Forever movie about Celebi. So they needed everybody to kind of forget what happened with the GS ball. So they just gave Brock some trauma and brought him back.
3: You can cut out that joke if you want to, so.
0: I could keep it. <laughs> um we're actually i'm thinking about doing a tiktok for for the podcast about um banned pokemon cards okay and i was like do i put on tiktok how racist jinx was seen yeah. originally?
2: yeah because
0: it's not only jinx it's a traditional thing that was put in there but big no no i know if you if you know mr popo from dbz also bad but yeah but yeah that was um something they were trying to be conscious and you know and it's it's Appreciate it when big companies like that need to do that. But um, I mean, it's something that never really crossed my mind. And I think it's really because we were kids um, then. So not something that was on my mind. But yeah, that's that's what happened to Brock. But now Brock's got a girl.
3: Oh, yeah. Didn't he uh, hook up with uh, one of the Sun and Moon people? He hooked up with the rock type trainer, Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, because she was always talking about in the game how she uh, <laughs> was like too old and barren, and lonely. <laughs>
0: but I, <laughs> which I, is probably knowing the shit Brock's had to deal with with nine children, He probably thinks like barren is a turn on. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> nothing to yuck. They're yum. They both like to get their rocks off t- together, training rock type Pokemon.
3: Yeah, what were what were her Pokemon again? Let's look it up. She was like the the islands' champion, right?
0: I th- think
3: so. Let's yeah, because every island had uh, the the trainers, and then uh, they had a uh, champion. The Kahuna's of yeah, Atala the kahunas. Island, and weren't the Kahunas also part of the Elite Four as well? I mm-hmm. think you fought them again. Before you fought the the champion of that game, so she's a, a Kahuna and potentially a, an Elite Four Aww, member. Oh, she's got a Nosepass. Oh, she's a, officially my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Nosepass, uh, Buldor,
0: and a Lichen That's a nice team. Yeah, and then her Elite Four team is um, a Relicanth, which I always thought was cool. Oh, Relicanth. Yeah, Relicanf. totally cool. I love Relicanth. Carbink, which I'm just kind of undecided mm-hmm. on because it's so I don't weird. like it. And then Alolan Golem. Ah, sweet. Very nice. Oh, even better. I didn't scroll down far enough. And that little nose pass guy became a Probo pass. He got his mustache <laughs> and top hat. <laughs> so she could he take went through him. puberty. She could take him on mustache rides. And then <laughs> Lycanroc.
2: I like Again. Lycanroc. I
0: like that Lycanroc. That, like, I Werewolf enjoy it.
2: Version. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but overall Brock's really horny, but like you you can't blame him. I feel like he's a simp as they say, but he never takes it too far.
3: Yeah, he he's he's always shooting a shot. He's uh he's putting himself out there. And I think <laughs> there's <laughs> there's one line where they go to like the Pokémon prep school and there's the like mean girl, um uh, like popular girl who's like being all popular and mean. And I think she he says to her, you can violate my rights any day. Yes, he (laughs) does. I think that's the most risque he ever gets. Yeah. Well yeah, he's funny. Everything he says is funny. I remember he went up to all of uh Gary Oaks fan club and said, uh, Hey, can I have your phone numbers, numbers, anybody, an address, perhaps an email.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there's like, you know, in anime too, you look at other, there's always that character. It's a trope in many animes, but yeah. like master Roshi is yeah. like trying to cop a feel on Bulma when she's sleeping. And he. I
3: was watching some dragon ball and he gets a, uh, shrink ray from bulma and he uh, shrinks himself and goes into the toilet bowl so that he could uh, get peed on by launch oh yeah my gosh but then he ends up being uh flushed down the toilet
0: it happens to the best of us yeah <laughs> well that's the worst of us to be to do weird pee stuff with shrink rays but um so i think it's that time should we do the card game
2: I'm ready for the card game if you guys are.
0: All right. The, the TCG?
2: Yeah. All
0: right. How many Brock cards are there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure if there's actually a couple. There, there are too yeah.
0: many that we need to count. I know there's a couple yeah. trainers and then all of the gym heroes Brock cards.
2: I didn't even think to look up Brock. But no, anyway, let's, I don't think let's they have uh, a list, but... let's guess how many Onyx cards there are in the world.
3: Let's go first. Peter, you got this. Uh 18. Okay. 20.
0: 3.
2: All right, Dave, you win. Yeah. Was it 24? Oh, 24 24 base set. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Dave. Good for you. Wow.
0: I feel real good now.
2: <laughs> good. Good. All right. Now, um remember, so Steelix came a little bit later. He debuted in Neo Genesis to give you a hint. So how many do you think are in uh Steelix cards?
0: D- does this oh. include Mega Steelix? Yes. 18
2: <laughs> 20. Okay, Dave also wins again. There are actually 25. So Holy there are jeez. more. Jeez. Yeah, there are more Steelix cards than there are Onyx cards, and I think it's because of the mega evolutions. Dang.
3: That was unexpected.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> very good, very good. Love that. Love a good pun.
0: That's my best joke. Um that was A wild, wild ride. Onyx, turns out, not that interesting. Brock loves to fuck, has a long history of fucking in his family, and found true love. And that makes me feel good. If you
3: need to use uh, stairs, but you don't got stairs, you can always look
0: towards Onyx.
2: And Steelix is cool, too.
0: He's got Mm -hmm. a chin. (laughs) Well... I hope everybody enjoys the BDSM this weekend. Yeah. The brilliant diamond and shining.
2: Masturbation.
0: Sub. <laughs> Speaking of sub. <laughs> you said
2: BDSM. So.
0: Yeah. BDSM. Oh, it's M. What's M? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's shining word. shining Pearl. I always just call it BDSM. Well, we, yeah, we are on the podcast. It's BDSM because of you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So with that, we will see everybody next week for Uh. who knows. Drowsy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm already tired. Me too.
0: Well, (laughs) bye, everybody. So long. Bye-bye.